Happy? Good! With Chris Locke. Hello and welcome to Monday Night on Bad Dog Comedy TV. It's live comedy on YouTube and tonight you're watching a live podcasting podcast recording by the Sonar Network. Now give it up for Happy Good with Chris Locke and your host, Chris Locke. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to Happy Good with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Check it out. How's it going? Good to see you. Good to see everybody. I can see everybody. It's great. Very nice. Thanks for checking in. Uh, love to see you. So this is Happy Good. Uh, I don't know if anybody, we were, we're promoting it last minute. I'm filling in for somebody or something. So I don't know who's here. I don't know if anybody made it. I'm just going to talk for half an hour to a Happy Good podcast. And then I'm going to, I got a special interview for the next, the half hour after that with super deluxe mega comedian Sean Cullen. So that's how it's going. And as you can tell, I'm in a robe. I got super um, mega relaxed for this podcast just before I had a huge, um, huge, massive dip. Job bless, Chris. Yes. Thank you. Job bless you. Um, thanks for listening to this. I had a mega massive dip in a bathtub, um, hot bubble bath, bubbles. You know what I'm saying? I got the aroma thing going, a nice peppermint uh, essence thing, sage thing, you know, those kind of uh, diffusers. I got a, I got a peppermint um, aroma, a circulate off, like I hot boxed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hot boxed uh, cozy core styles. I hot boxed the bathroom with peppermint. Pe- not in, you know, the song incense and peppermint and all that good shit stuff. Um, but it's no incense, so it's just like mm-hmm, peppermint. Anyways, that's what I did in my bathtub, and it was ma- massive. It was so relaxing. Um, I read some Greek philosophy. I uh, wiggled my toes. I used like a blue bar of soap to scrub all of the crevices of our bodies. We have we have crevices, don't we? Uh, sometimes when you're running late, do you have a whole shower or you just sprinkle, uh, water on the crevices, freshen up the crevices, catch my drift. So, you know, and then as I got really relaxed and then I came here for you all, I was like, you know what? I was all cozy in my pajamas and robe. And I thought, you know what? I'll just do it. I'll do the whole podcast live in my pajamas and robe. So, yeah. Keep the mustache? What? Oh, I how did you oh I tweeted about it. I don't want to I don't want it. Um you think I can't all right. I'm sorry, I'm checking the Twitter now. Okay, you think I can't uh, have you seen a picture of me without the mustache? It looks bad. Eh? It looks kind of like a boiled potato. I don't know what to do. Cheers. Hey, are you guys drinking? Get some club soda in a jaw if you want to be cool. Okay, maybe I'll keep the mustache. Maybe I'll trim it. I don't know. It's kind of whatever. And also, like, I get acting gigs a lot or, you know, for Canada styles a lot. And uh, 
I I really do wonder if it's the mustache. Okay, I feel like um because they're like, oh, this guy fits perfectly into creepy monster who wants to eat um our feet. It's not true, man. Um, but I'm a good actor. I can act like that. Give me that feet. Give me your feet. There's chocolate inside. Um, so you know, I can act however you want. But yeah, you're right. Maybe I won't be memorable without the stash. I'll be looking like some sort of um, uh, sock that someone drew an eyes and a mouth on. You know, just one of those wrinkled old sport, dirty white sport socks. That's what my head looks like when I don't have a mustache. All right, I'll think about it. It is iconic. Okay, thanks, the Duke 1204. Very nice name iconic stash okay fine maybe i'll keep it and that's who i am now i'm just a grubby stachio pistachio christopher crustachio that's my name from now on um can someone tweet christopher crustachio what the hell okay so do you guys want to do a guided meditation Uh, connor is the music playing i can't hear it in my feed but sometimes it goes like that ah yeah okay let's just get into it Woo! that is classic happy good track 24 episodes in some of you guys who have listened you know this is the classic happy good jam and it's made by drew smith i improvise uh chris was one of the last live comedy shows i saw before quarantine so glad to catch this tonight nice thanks so much for coming out oh thanks guys thanks for chatting with me too you saw me in january oh i miss it i don't even know how to do stand-up i feel like i'm D-E-A-D inside when it comes to stand-up because it's like I've done it uh, twice uh, outside. I got I think I got another outside show coming up, but that's it. I don't know how to do it anymore. But I do this. I do happy good for you guys because I want you guys to relax and have a good, you know, be, live in crazy times. It's stressful. It's insane. I don't like it. You know what? I don't like it, man. Um... I don't like uh, how the world is right now, but it's okay because we all kind of feel that way. We want it to be easier. We want it to be light. Uh, We want it to take it easy on us for a sec, just even let up for one day, right? You know, but um, it's kind of hard. And, but that's okay because we have these and we have these, uh, you know, bodies in our mind and we can control that. We can like just get everything out and have fun with ourselves you know we could just like you can be by yourself i don't know if any of you have listened to the episode i put out already this morning for monday's episode but it's literally about closing yourself off like in your room on your bed or locking yourself up in a closet with like an orange soda pop and a long straw that goes in your mouth like your jughead from that pops malt shop or something but like you got to find that time to eviscerate your mind and let it uh, dissipate, disappear, you know, into a mist. We got to mistualize. That's a real word. You mistualize with your mind. Just turn it into nothing. Forget all this real stuff that we uh, feel like we need to consume all the time. We need to eat every uh, nugget of knowledge to be like, oh my God, I, I'm stressed about this. I care about this. I'm I'm upset. I need. I must take action. What am I going to do? I'm not doing enough. And it just turns into this, you're all alone and you live in this shame cycle and like kiss my butt shame. You know what I mean? Low down, dirty shame. So I don't know. Let's just start this podcast episode by taking some deep breaths in. I like to do three deep breaths and you usually set 
reset yourself. You clean up. You go, get all nice and reset. And I'll count down from three. And then I'll just start saying nice, fun, relaxing stuff. And we'll forget all about that outside nonsense. You know, we'll, we'll it's like it's like you take a little like a pumpkin carving knife. You know, when you're getting all the guts out of the pumpkin for you're making a jack-o'-lantern for Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> for Hubie Halloween starring Adam Sandler. You know that? But like it, instead you go inside your skull and you scoop out all the excess junk. And we're just going to spit it out when we do some deep breaths in and out. Okay, so here we go. We're going to relax for about 20 minutes. And then we got Sean Collin coming on, who's the best. Him and I just released an album on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. You can check it out. We uh, It's all improv, us hanging out as two characters named Tony and Keith. What do you want? It doesn't get better than that. So here we go. I'm going to count down from three. And you do a nice inhale through the nose. I'm sitting in a weird position, but it'll I can do it. It'll be fine. And then exhale out the mouth, right? So here we go. Three, two, one. Inhale. Hold it a bit. Let it spread out. And then exhale. It's like evil poltergeist tar is coming out like, don't leave us. Yeah, get away from me. Here we do. Let's do another one. Here we do. Here we do. You know how here we do. Here we do. In uh, in Inhale. Oh, stretch out the lungs. Feel it. Exhale. Like a stressed out balloon deflating, like a big fat balloon that was just batted back and forth all afternoon at a kid's birthday party. Just kids all day like, <laughs> and you're like, <sighs> we got one last inhale, exhale. Let's do it. Ready? Inhale, everybody through the nose. Scrape it out, every last piece of all that uncomfortable junk, and just shoot it. <sighs> away, 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 away from you, from you, from you, from you, from you, from you, from you. That was like all that excess nastiness that we don't want anymore spit out like like a you know like a sort of cowboy wild western guy or a coal miner like spitting out some kind of gunk from his lungs and it's going into a like a little spittoon but instead of the spittoon it like did a little bloop into a deep dark pond from like some sort of nether region area, like just a deep, dark pond. The only thing in it is like a couple of really huge ancient frogs that sit at the bottom nestled about, probably about 15 feet deep. And then they see your little gobs of evil stress, anxiety and terror and nonsense and anger just drip down to the bottom of the dark dark bed of the pond and they go 
They go ribbit. There goes some more little droplets of evil. Droplets. Hey, eh? am I right? Get out of here. So we're in a nice place now. We're feeling good. And we're feeling happy and good. Check it out. And, uh, you know, autumn's coming. We got this nice autumnal breeze. I got the balcony door open with the screen so, you know, flies don't come in and have sex with all my bananas or whatever the hell they like so damn much. You know, get in the compost bin and be like, chicken bone. Um, So I got the screen closed. I got the nice autumn breeze. Picture that autumn breeze blowing in. Wherever you are in the world, get that autumn breeze. I don't know, like, we're in Canada right now. And you know what? I gotta say, Canada has the most beautiful... uh, Maybe I'm just an Ontario boy. I don't know what it's like in... You know, I've been to different parts of Canada in the autumn and the fall. And, you know, it's kind of the same, you know, out east, out west, whatever. But we got such great, we got such good, well-defined four seasons here in Canada. And autumn is just this mighty, it's this like, you know, it's this cleansing breeze that just encompasses everything. And it comes from... I don't know if it's the north, northwest, and it comes down through a bunch of like thick woods that covers. So, you know, I feel bad if you're listening and you're in like a different country that's like, you know, I know now um, I got a listener, at least two listeners in the Middle East who have sent me messages on IG on Instagram. So that's really sweet. Thanks so much. I don't know what your autumn like is like there there's got to be breezes though evening breeze i feel like in the middle east desert even an evening breeze would do you some good cleanse work right just come and blow in go in your ears and just in and out of around your brain tubes and gets rid of all that dust and then you like just feel free as hell and then you know the the breeze kind of makes a hook around your mind and starts pulling you out out of your door and out of the window or out of like a rock, whatever you're sitting on, or like a bench or, you know, anywhere you are. Like you could be sitting on the ground in a patch of grass and the breeze grabs your mind and takes you up off of the earth and your feet leave the earth. And the director has this like tight shot of just like your sneakers going like, whoa. And, and we're watching the film at home and we're like, sick it looks like he's really being i wonder how they did that with like you know anyways but you actually for real take off with the breeze the autumn breeze hooked around your mind and it's taking you through your mouth and your nose and your ears but it doesn't hurt it's not like some hellraiser hook torture device where pinhead is like time to play and die or whatever he says i forget his time to play really and uh, that means die come on what the hell? Um, what the hell, Pinhead? Um, they never have that in the Hellraiser movies. You ever notice that? They never have like a guy that figures out the... What's it called? Like those puzzle p- square blocks? They visit, And then all the Cenobites show up and Pinhead's there. And he's like, time to play. And, all right. I would love to play. I like... You guys look scary, but I'll play. What do you want to play, Gin Rummy? 
You know what? It's my fault. This is Pinhead. It's my fault. I should have said time to die because that's what we we torture you until you die. You never see the uh, the character who gets visited by the Cenobites in hell go, come on, what the hell is this crap? You guys are mean. You're just mean. Don't kill me, mean. I'm going to stick post-it notes on the nails on your head, stupid. You look stupid. Anyways. So the autumn breeze has got you wrapped around your brain. It's literally like interlo like it's gone in your ears, it's gone in your nose, it's gone in your mouth, and it's gentle. Gentle as heck. More gentle than the COVID test, I'll tell you that. I got two recently, uh, because I had to film some stuff and they they needed it for work. And um what it is is they uh take a knife and just start stabbing you in the face and then your all the blood and brain falls out of your skull and you go do i have covid and they're like i don't know uh, get out of here and then they're like we're cenobites fooled you time to play this is gentle the autumn breeze is wrapped around your brain lobes i know all the lobes i read a book about the brain i know all the lobes but for now i'm just gonna say brain lobe center lobe frontal lobe cortex so the wind is uh, the breeze has got that and it's and you're like drifting off like this and i say this kind of stuff a lot on happy good and you can let me know when i talk like this does it sound like i'm always envisioning a human being dying because it's not about dying it's about being free it's about escaping the confines of your body as it is day to day when we're dealing with all the crap that's like just crushing us down like we're a peasant in a medieval village with a huge the biggest bindle you've ever seen strapped to our back no i'm talking about our, the spirit of us has left the breeze has got us and wrapped in its claws in its grip i should say claws sounds like it would hurt and it's taking us and and you know, parts of our hands and parts of our knees and our feet kind of brush against branches and leaves of soft trees. And, you know, when we feel like we're actually birds, like going just above the tree line. And we float up into the dark, very dark blue sky, kind of like early evening, you know, dark clouds, billowy clouds all around. And you realize like, it's not freezing up here. I'm not lost. I'm not like going to fall to my death. I'm actually like as light as a feather. And the sky feels soft. The clouds feel soft. The moonlight is starting to come out. And it kind of like shines on you like a like an intergalactic beginning of time type of warmth. Yes, thanks, Spencer. Nice. I uh, That's what I'm getting at. But sometimes there has been a few episodes. Okay, Spencer says, I don't think about dying when I listen to you. I think about floating. And I do talk about... I, I, my characters float every now and then, or you guys float. But like sometimes I am like, gee whiz, like some psychologist would be like, you know, this is uh, clearly... a." unconscious desire to towards death or something but that's just me being paranoid yeah you're floating how can like for me like going deep deep underwater 
and being like submerged underwater, it sounds like you would run out of breath and you would die. But when I talk about it, to me, it's about being free. And when I talk about going to the, into the sky and being high up and loose and only the breeze has got like its hand and it's guiding you or something like that. It's about being free more than anything. You know what I mean? Everything is soft. Everything is loose. And to me, if you want to get psychological about it, metaphors and all that crap, it's about escaping your body. And you're up in this beautiful blue sky and it's evening time. You can see the moon coming out. And there's this there's this kind of like everlasting warmth that's been there the whole time. And because we are all like, we're literally human beings are literally raindrops you know we're pellets in the moment of time like raindrops last in one rain storm you know fine there goes the pellet it was alive from the cloud and then sploosh it died and turned into something else when it hit the sidewalk pavement or the garden or whatever and that is the time limit for a raindrop but the time limit for a human being is is hold on spencer i want to read this sometimes i struggle with letting go because i don't want to not care but i like how you make that distinguishment on the podcast thanks spencer yeah well because you know what it's really okay i just want to finish this weird point that i just made up and remember everything i say is arbitrary i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just a bundle of feelings that uh cares about uh you know life and the human race or i don't know but like you know we're just raindrops we got a different time limit than a raindrop that actually falls from the cloud and hits the garden or the sidewalk but we're we got we you know we go we can go to like 80 years 90 years if we want but it doesn't matter because in the history of time you know the deal you know what i'm talking about uh so we can be free we can leave our minds that's what the metaphor is we can leave the the constructs of what they tell us that we have to be and worry about and and panic about day to day um and we could leave that whenever we want every now and then you know i think i brought this up on an episode before but it always stuck with me and yes i read books but i'm also a movie buff and there's this one scene in the Long Goodbye, the um, Robert Altman movie with Elliot Gould, where Elliot Gould's in prison for a bit, uh, for about three days, and then he's leaving, and actually David Carradine is his cellmate as a cameo, but I think it's not a cameo, because he was just getting started then, but David Carradine's talking, 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 and he says, bye, man, when Elliot Gould's character is leaving the jail cell, and Elliot Gould says to him, I always remember this, he says, remember, only your body's in, in the jail uh, you're free and uh, something like that. I pay, I might be paraphrasing as an actor. I stumble over the lines myself a, a, a lot, but that's stuck with me because in, 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 even when you read like Zen stuff or meditation stuff or Tao stuff, um, it's about uh, transcending this hunk of junk. We can be free. We can close our eyes. We can have a meditation practice. We can listen to a funny podcast and be silly. Uh, we can have a bubble bath and close our eyes and disappear. It's about giving ourselves that moment. That's what I'm talking about. So I kind of got distracted from floating in the sky because I was like sparked by uh, Spencer's comments. But thank you very much. 
I don't mind expressing that because my thing about saying that on the podcast is like if I find other people that like that and feel that way, then I'm happy too. Because I feel like we live in a time right now where everyone's like cynical and you have to be so sarcastic and ironic all the time. So if you're like, oh, I, I like uh, I like something, then you know the other person's usually like, I like something too, and you're like, do you? I don't know what's going on. So that part wasn't funny. That got a little like whatever. But maybe out of that, you can take watch Hellraiser on DVD and watch The Long Goodbye on DVD and compare. One's cinematic masterpiece and one is maybe a horror masterpiece. Whatever. What are we talking about? I don't think I'm relaxing you guys this episode. But at least we floated free into the sky, right? Just like... Don't you think there's like... It's almost like... I bring up mists a lot, but but like maybe it's not even like a mist, you know. And like speaking of where there's a water theme, like the raindrops come from the clouds, and we go to the clouds, and maybe we, the breeze pulls us into the cloud, and we sort of like have a, you know, we got that flying stance. We look like Leonardo da Vinci's painting of a guy or whatever, with his legs all spread out, and then all of a sudden we do enter the cloud, and dissipate <clears throat> into a mist of condensation in the cloud and that's what the autumnal breeze grabbed our brain and took us to do <clears throat> it took us to go into and join the moisture and all become one with the unity of the rest of the moisture in a huge like what kind of cloud do you want to say like just a ray like a regular cloud cumulonimbus and uh we're in there and all of a sudden like we watch we feel ourselves yeah sort of like turn into this kind of like break apart into these this mist and it's soft and it's freeing and you feel the warmth of becoming one with the rest of the condensation around you and you're just free you just feel it you feel the breeze blowing through you now the autumnal breeze and uh you just smell the the leaves in the air falling off the branches going the the moonlight shining on you and then uh and then you do start turning into raindrops in the evening autumn cloud and pieces of you do drop and get to experience the lifespan of a raindrop in that moment uh where you just fall and um sploosh maybe into a little puddle and it's just like, basically now you're just a bunch of little buddies, tons of little water buddies falling from the sky and meeting each other in different puddles. Some you may never see again. Some you may see in like some old man's cup. Some old man left his cup out on his uh, patio and, you know, he had like a coffee in it in the morning and he forgot it and he went inside and now he's watching TV inside. And you and pieces of you and all your little raindrop buddies gather up in his cup now. So he'll find you in the morning and go, huh? Oh, yeah, it did rain a little bit last night. And then uh, what about material things? How did you successfully let go when your bike was stolen this year? Hey, did you steal my bike? Um, yeah, I'm just ending this. Hold on. I'll talk to you. Yeah. And then anyways, you get it. We all we all end up as one in this old man's cup that he left out on his patio on his porch that's what i meant to say okay i'm gonna end it there basically 
maybe I brought it around to being about free, being free and the freedom within the unity of us all and being one with everything. It's always the same thing. Okay, Sean's coming on now, I think. Um, the, the person who commented, did you really, did you steal my bike or did I say that online? I forget. Um, but I will say this. I did let go. It was a very expensive bike. It was about a thousand bucks. I got it after getting like a really sweet paycheck one time. I was very lucky. I never had a good bike like that before. I did love it. It rode as smooth as silk. And yeah, it got stolen. So it hurts. But eventually, uh, I mean, ultimately, I did let it go. Because I don't know. I feel like that's how time is. It rolls on. And uh, I, I, I don't want to sit and dwell on it. I got another bike for like 200 bucks and it's totally not as good, but there you go. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> okay. I think if Sean is ready, Sean Cullen, is this weird that my robe comes out and I'm like a, like an old school, like vintage eighties housewife. Like, yeah, come in, uh, Toby. I think, uh, Kyle will be ready any minute now. He should be down. Do you want any chocolate milk? Okay. No, Sean's not on yet. All right. Anyone else got a question? Oh, here, look. Hey. What's up? Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm feeling great. That was a very uh, restful trip as a raindrop. Oh, good. I'm glad you saw it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kind of getting a little distracted because this style is people can interject and uh, ask us questions. But I tried to keep a little bit of a flow going there. Yeah, well, flow is what it's all about. So how are you doing, big round circle glasses, buddy? I'm just fine. I'm uh, focused on the future and uh, trying to save the poor. You know what you never see is that, like, we never hear this. Hey, why are all these poor people skiing today? Yes. You hear that. I know. You never, hey, the tennis court is covered with poor people. They ne it never happens. There are certain things I know. You never hear a bunch of poor people say, "Oh, a rich person wants to join the tennis club." Yeah. Should we let them? Or, you know, if you're out on your yacht floating and sailing, you don't go, "Oh my god, every time I go by the point uh here this promontory on the on the lake, a mm -hmm. bunch of poor people come out in poor boats and beg me." For mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be, yeah, like an equal world would be that poor people have boats so that they could beg uh, water skiers during the summer. Yeah, for sure. For I change. Mean, difficult and mm -hmm. not productive because water skiers, the last thing they're doing is putting some change in their pocket before they go water skiing. I know. It's true. I remember bailing pretty hard water skiing one time and I lost about 75 cents. Oh, no. Yeah. I Some know. Find that you know in about a million years when that uh, mm -hmm. lake bed is actually a uh, desert or something like that. Yeah, they'll find your change. That'd be nice. Well, hopefully, I can help some sort of post-apocalyptic uh, warrior rebel who's kind of like just kind of yeah, you're right, like um, treading along the lone desert by himself, looking for food scraps, whatever, and maybe that seventy-five cents can get him a bun at the next. Uh, village of huts or something yeah or he's going along right 
mm-hmm. and finds a an ancient uh, snack vending machine. Mm-hmm. Like from our time? Yeah, sticking yeah. out of the mm-hmm. sand. And yeah. then goes, geez, if only I had some something to put in these slots here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's walking along a little longer and sees a little pile of change there. And he goes, is, yeah. this it? is this what I do? And then he yeah. goes back with the change yeah. and gets some Cheez-Its crackers. I love the idea of a post-apocalyptic sort of like, I'm sure we're going to become primitive again Yeah, that far into the future so mm-hmm. i like a post the idea of a post-apocalyptic yeah primitive man learning how to use a vending machine i well, think it'd be funny if like yeah he stumbled across the desert and he found the change and like a beaded friendship bracelet too from another like a tuber or like a knee border wakeboarder or something sure. from the lake yeah or one of those rubber uh you know stay strong you know bracelets you know, yeah that, you know what i mean yeah, and he kind of knows English because he has like one book that's like a collection of like uh, Shakespeare or something, and uh, so he sees the bracelet and it says "Stay strong," and he goes, "Okay." No, and the dust but, storm approaches, and he hides, builds this uh, sort of sand um, shelter, yeah, using a tarp and sand, and he uh, shelters there, being strong. The dust storm comes for thee. Yes, Grandpa. <laughs> hey, check this out. No. Beowulf, Seamus Heaney. Oh, Seamus Heaney. Mm-hmm. I've read that one. It's very good. I like Beowulf. It's a great I, story. I'm excited. That's why I brought it uh, to beside my computer. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect place for it. Um, yeah, people watching. Uh, Sean is a, is a mega fan of ancient texts. Mm. and i'm trying to ca- catch up with him right now and i was going to tell you um because you and i have talked about greek stuff on top of the norse mythology and uh, the beowulf and and stuff from that era i'm still look what i got i'm reading this right now what is it i can't really see it her her heraclitus oh nice yeah yeah so i'm still gonna i still got a bunch of greek stuff that i want to read first before i get into that stuff but then we're gonna do it and i'm gonna we're going to compare stories. We're going to make something weird. Have you read Herodotus? No. Oh, Herodotus what is it? was a historian. Oh, yeah. ancient Greek historian. And he kind of just traveled around the world and hypothesized, say, what the ancient Egypt... Like, in this time, the pyramids were ancient and the Sphinx was ancient, even, you know, thousands he, of years old. Is he and, the one that wrote the compendium of the gods and mythology, too? I don't like, know. Kind of oh, okay. I, it's a famous book is the histories, and uh, oh. he goes uh, on this. He kind of he t- recounts his trips around Egypt and makes ridiculous, you yeah. know, claims based on his own, you know, thoughts on stuff. It's quite fun. I heard of this Egypt book. I wonder if you read it in the uh, introduction today. And now I'm like, oh man, I got to go back and read this first. Um, there's an Egyptian book from around just before this time called uh dispute between a man and his soul oh yeah and it's a man just dis- i love it it's a man disillusioned to the point of wanting to die and uh this is like ancient egypt he wrote this and uh i love that there's guys 
just like us way and, back then, being like, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, like this sucks. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh the thing is that I love like um Egyptian uh religion, the like the idea mm. of or the underworld, like when you die, your soul goes and meets mm-hmm. a guy with a um he takes all of the good things that you did in your life mm-hmm. on a scale and then he puts a feather on the other scale inside yeah. of the belt, and if they match out you get to go to heaven to the afterlife that would freak me out and also too um we don't know if that isn't what happens i don't know i nobody knows people are see people are always talking about ghosts and stuff like that yeah. i think if ghosts exist they would try and tell us yeah i know they'd be like okay there's a feather thing but don't freak out (laughs) don't freak out you know as long as you were pretty good yeah feather is huge like how do i know if i'm you know there's a few things i did is that enough to make a feather uh, go up and down i don't know there's a great steve martin bit where he says uh he goes up and a guy goes up to heaven and he's like uh it's, they greet him and they show him a book of all the sins he ever did. And it says, the first thing is, you took, um, he looks at the book and says, oh, I took the Lord's name in vain a million and seven times? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic. It's pretty Do you remember this? It's kind of like a vintage Steve Martin one. I don't even know if it's on an album, but it's... Um, uh, on one of the early like performances from the the mid seventies, where he talks about trying to read philosophy so much that when he tries to talk to people, he can't budge because his brain is like moving too fast. Like, I wish. Do you remember that joke, Kathleen? My wife is like in the kitchen, and she's if Steve Martin was here and he said, "Come with me, Kathleen," she would go, and I'd never see her again. <laughs> well, that's fair, you know. It, yeah, what am I? What am I supposed to do? I would be like, bye, bye, um, thank you, I mean, Steve. It was great to meet you. Yeah, Enjoy my get, life. yeah. <laughs> bye, Steve. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't. Oh, I got him. Anyways, people watching, look for that bit because it's so funny. He's like, I'm moving my hand because he's like thinking too hard about everything. It's pretty funny. more entertaining than people trying to tell you about other people's comedy bits. Yeah, I'm sorry. I ruined it. Oh, this is terrible. Not- Let's make our own comedy bits. We should talk yeah. about our album. Oh, yeah. Me and you made an album together that is mm-hmm. really chill. It's like you and I just riffing as these guys, Tony and Keith. Mm-hmm. And for anybody watching or or watching later when, when it's up, um, I wish I could be as funny as Sean. His brain is amazing. I'm trying really hard. (laughs) I can't be, but like, yeah, it's just, that's the way, like the brain I got uh, is a little stiff. But The idea of Tony and Keith, it's kind of a weird concept, but the idea is like in the style of like great old, like Pete and Dud, like Mm -hmm. Peter, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, uh, or who are the two guys who used to do art like interviews? And Chris Elliott's dad, Bob and uh, Bob Ray, and just they talk. Yeah. Tony and Keith are not stupid; they just have no knowledge. They try and fill the 
like they they everything they encounter they try and explain yeah in their own way i really love it make any sense like if someone wants to put up a topic on the chat we'll we'll show you what we mean yeah if anyone's still watching if you're not watching this is crazy this is good stuff what your problem is i don't know what your problem is man yeah we like um we should say too that we love we also bond as friends over just enjoying the classic comedy like Mm -hmm. uh vaudeville era and up to early like radio and uh variety show type stuff i feel like we always get excited when we talk about that stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. We were just talking about W.C. Fields films. I and could, if I, yeah. you see, a, a a DVD collection of all most of his films would be my. I could live with just that. It's great, and I'm I'm a huge fan of um, <clears throat> uh, Marx Brothers. Yeah, me too. Um, I love the Marx Brothers. It's a weird thing. Most women that you will meet <laughs> do not like the Marx Brothers. They also don't like the Three Stooges. But, well, yeah, yeah, I guess maybe it's because the Marx Brothers are, um, it's 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 boys being brats. Yeah, in, in in the best of their abilities, like Chico is just a, a cocky gambling uh, bastard. Harpo is, uh, you know, he's cute and sweet, and he's for the kids or every or whatever. But if he does see a woman. He chases them out of their comfort zone. Like yeah. he wants to get them. <laughs> but he's also kind of a dick. Like there's a great yeah. in uh yeah, he's a cheap, duck, yeah. duck soup, the one with Fredonia, where yeah. he keeps coming out of this house and there's a guy selling popcorn and lemon. Yeah, yeah he yeah, that's actually just his that whole shtick is him being a bully. He's just coming out, <laughs> yeah, putting in the lemonade tank, washing his feet setting fire to it like he's just an a-hole to this guy and it's very funny to me um yeah i I love them and uh i love groucho clearly is like you know he's a a mentally incredible yeah nimble man and uh he the other i would say nimbly your mind is on par with groucho nimble wise Uh, well that's hard to believe because i'm so broke but, well, we live in a different time. We do. But, I'm trying to get it nimble, but it's like I my character is just like I remember the beginning, like in the first like ten years of me doing comedy, like in the 2000s and stuff. I remember being like, okay, so my comedy guy is gonna be like, um, like you know, <laughs> because I it's just the way it's gotta be. Like I'm, yeah. I can't be like Shazu, Shazi, Shazidi. Yeah, I understand. I feel like I'm flavorful. I'm colorful. I can be there for you. I can I can say say funny stuff, set funny stuff up, but it's not as razor sharp as I want it to be. And I think that's the limited capabilities of how my brain works. That's it. I don't know. Well, what I've always tried to do is fill my mind with things, like yeah. read all this weird facts and yeah. that sort of thing, and have a big grounding in history and weird reference and stuff like that that's what yeah. i like but people the album is available on all of the platforms <laughs> you can ever imagine yeah and you can see what we're talking about yeah it's called uh uh chris and sean are tony and keith in nature so this yeah. one's themed around nature we're out in nature enjoying uh in the natural world and then we start talking about lamborghinis and uh death 
Yeah, I got this one audio clip saved because, you know, we got the one audiogram circulating um, as wide as possible on Twitter and Instagram. It's tremendous. People are going nuts. Yeah, I can't stop people from touching me. But it's this really funny moment. And I remember when we were discovering it in the moment, like in your kitchen of, you know, I bring up watching Narcos and the guy gets shot from behind. And I think that's terrible, like shot in the head. And then, uh, and then I bring up that, like, but then I realize, like, you wouldn't know that that happened. And then you say, well, the ghost would come out and turn around and look back and see it happen and be like, damn. And then that actually leads into us making fun of rich people having Lamborghinis somehow. <laughs> I really love that. Yeah. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. I know. I Beautiful know. sense. I know it's a stream so, of conch. I have a conch and I shout into it and then I listen to the echoes and then whatever happens. I know. And then I dump the echoes into a stream, stream of conch. Oh, uh, man. If if see, uh, if Carl Jung was still alive, I think mm-hmm. he would like our album. I think he would too. There's a lot of archetypal kind of situations going on there. Is he the mm-hmm. archetype? guy or is that yeah he created the archetypes in our mind that are always kind of there the shadow the dick (laughs) (laughs) the shadow's dick (laughs) shadow dick they called me that's what they called me in high school because i would creep up behind people and loom behind them with a flashlight and shadow my dick over them (laughs) there are all kinds of archetypes in our mind you know and each one has its own dick <laughs> all right, all right, psychologist. This guy will be pervert, idiot. <laughs> Let's go get a hot dog and suck an, on it. <laughs> what an egghead! Let's go suck on some hot dogs. This guy's yeah, weird. Let's go get a soft ice cream from a soft ice cream vendor. <laughs> How soft is this crap? <laughs> it's so soft, I can't even feel it. How soft is this crap full of sugar? It's not good for me. I got to cut it out. I got bathing suit season coming up. That's right. I don't want to be a big fat blob in the beach. <laughs> Does anybody... This is this is me at the beach mm-hmm. in a bathing suit with no mm-hmm. shirt on. Does anybody here want peanut butter on some premium plus unsalted crackers? <laughs> uh... This is me on a beach with no shirt on and just a bathing suit. Hey, can I lie on your towel for a while? <laughs> Mine's covered in sand. Hi, pretty bikini babe. Can you be my mommy? <laughs> oh, are you a lifeguard? Can you save me, please? I'll be dying in about 12 minutes. Well, yeah, you're doing stretches just at the edge of the waves, and you're like, "Uh, getting ready. All right, time to drown again. (laughs) Time to drown. Yeah, hey, lifeguard, can I just borrow your whistle? I'll blow it from when I'm drowning. (laughs) I can blow it. It's okay when the undertow gets me. Oh, this COVID-19 is really cramping my style. Because they can't blow your whistle. 
I'm just going to, I got a bad cough, so I'm going to go out into the middle of the ocean and cough <laughs> underwater. <laughs> I'm going to fire myself into the uh, stratosphere and there slowly lose consciousness. <laughs> COVID-19, yeah. don't worry about it. It's, yeah, there, it's overblown. It's just, it feels like the worst flu you've ever had. Yeah. But in, then, so you just go underwater and have it underwater. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> What I do is I uh, cover my face in a sheet of saran wrap and then go put Vaseline all over the saran wrap and then bury my face in the beach. And then I come up looking like some kind of, um, like a, some kind of dumpling. <laughs> Look at that dumpling over there. It keeps coughing. It's sick. I'm a sick dumpling. See, I don't like COVID-19 because I've always had this thing ever since I was a kid. When I cough, I shit my pants. Oh, my God. So anyways, now I got this COVID-19 thing. I'm coughing all the time. There's shit all over the place. My place looks like a swamp. I know. I've been there. <laughs> you know, whenever I cough, when I have COVID-19, I have a baby out of my ass. <laughs> Just a little one. These are dating profiles for when yeah. COVID-19 is just everywhere and everyone has it. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for a woman that doesn't have COVID-19. <laughs> just kidding. I know that's impossible. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for uh, a woman who is independent, uh, is uh, uh, accomplished in her own career, and isn't dying of COVID-19. <laughs> hey, are you dying? So am I. Let's go somewhere. Yeah, let's have a baby. Yeah, let's go to the beach. I'd love that. I would love to. You know what I'd love to have is a baby. Have a woman mm -hmm. like have a baby on the beach. So it's just covered yeah. in sand. Yeah, I know and what you mean. The water and rinse it. Mm-hmm. Little yeah. crabs running away because they're scared, scared, drilling little holes into the sand to hide from your baby's brand new feet. Oh, okay. You're like, oh my god! Even when they're freshly born, they they try to stomp on us. It's not cool. Yeah, it's not right. I would like to have a baby mm -hmm. uh, in this kind of way, where like, oh, I want to cradle a baby now, and then when I don't want to cradle a baby. I'm just not cradling a baby. The baby's gone. I don't know where it is. It yep. goes to another dimension to help some other guy that wants to just cradle a baby for a sec. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That would be uh, ideal. The baby's name is Cradlor. Cridlar. <laughs> Cridlock. Griblock. <laughs> the baby's name is Gridlock C. <laughs> Imagine a baby was born and it came out and it was like, who, uh, you know. Uh, who do I got a wan wan to to get some peanut butter and premium plus unsalted crackers around here? I love unsalted crackers. What's the point yeah. of an unsalted cracker? I know. The salt is the only thing that's bearable in the cracker. I know. You know what I do when I get unsalted crackers? I take them down to the sea and I dip them in. Oh, yeah. What I do is I just sweat. Like I go and sweat in a sauna and put the crackers on my skin. That's good. You know when you put salt on the driveway when it's to melt the snow or whatever? Yep. Um, I eat with that salt and it's fine. Oh yeah. It's fine. You know, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I like uh what I do is I take is something okay? 
That wasn't me. No, it was me. It was my phone. Sorry. Uh, Whenever what's I, your I, ringtone? Some sort of Superman Sherwood starring Christopher Forrest. Reeve thing? Sherwood, Sherwood Forest. <laughs> it's called, and it sounds like a hunting horn in the woods. Sure, your well, freaking ringtone is from Sherwood Forest. You know, when I find when I find I need my salted unsalted crackers, yeah. salt. I go into the woods and follow deer until I find a salt lick. Yeah, they are, and use the saliva of the deer mm-hmm. to transfer the salt onto my unsalted crackers. So let me ask you something. Okay, deer love salt licks. Yes. We give them to them, but if we didn't give them to them, there are salt licks in the woods. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't know if they occur naturally. Maybe they do. This is how I think they do. Oh. A stream that's been running forever erodes a rock and the deer go and lick that. You know, I'm no I'm not a servine expert. And yet you said servine. But I want to say your ringtone is literally a horn blowing from Sherwood Forest. Mm-hmm. Do you and and you love the Viking era? You love yes. the Middle Ages. Yes, I do. Have you read Have you read the Green Knight? Mm-hmm. I knew it. So you're you would you rather live in that era or would you rather live in this era and just know about it? Um, I mean, Robin Hood's a bit later, but you know what I'm saying. Well, Robin Hood never really existed. I mean, not a lot of the. You know, I mean, the, the era he's supposed to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. Either, but yeah. the, I, I think. Well, you always, it'd be inconvenient living in that time. Yeah. Uh, you know, you would die of like you get a toothache and then die. You know, stuff like that. I don't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. the idea of getting mildly sick and then dying of an ague or yeah. a. Gr- don't want that. I don't want, you know, the thing that people don't appreciate is that people just don't walk down the street and kill you. You know, yeah. it happen all the time. And uh, like, you know, I'm a knight. You're a peasant. I'm worth five million of you. Stab. Get out of my way. I thought that all the time. Like, we live in terrible time. There's, It's stressful. It's, it's full of pain and horror. And uh, I feel like probably a human being alive in any uh, century experiences the same feeling and every generation f- experiences the same feeling but you're right you got to think about the good things in life i mean sometimes when people are complaining too much about these days it's like you know you used to be like you'd be ho- like hoeing your field mm-hmm. tilling your field or something and just a cocky guy would come down with and put an axe right in your head yep and then ravage your family and mm-hmm. you wouldn't know what the hell happened and that was the end of you Exactly, it'd be you wouldn't enjoy it. There's no you're, alarm system. You're worthless. on your hut. Yeah, exactly. You know, alarm force. Yes. <laughs> There's that a giant sense. with an axe outside. One alarm force. I love the idea of just a giant beast of a man with an axe <laughs> being like, woo-woo, like scared of an alarm going off in like a thatched <laughs> hut. And then nice. cops like circle around him and just waste him with bullets i don't think that would happen yeah and i guess the uh, yeah it wouldn't happen i don't want i I don't want hmm? errors you're mixing errors there yeah yeah i I don't know 
But I mean, ancient Rome, you think what's happening in America is like, look at all these crazy Mexicans coming into our country. And in mm -hmm. ancient Rome was, look at all these Visigoths mm -hmm. getting jobs, and, uh, and I'm not getting one. That's, it seems yeah. to be the same thing. We all go through the same situations at all different The times. end of Rome, actual Romans themselves were not equipped to defend themselves because they are like our sort of era now where they are these kind of like dandies that just like flit about and had all these just like arts and like you know we're like fat on wine and grapes and well the thing was they the they thing about building up a society is it will collapse because you're in this comfort bubble that the rest of the world is kind of not in or like different areas of the world are not in it's weird yeah well the thing with the romans is they kept hiring barbarians to fight for them so it started yeah. off being like you were a citizen soldier and then they started having professional soldiers who yeah. did a job and then they started going like oh these barbarians want to invade us why don't we just give them some money and make them citizens so they don't invade us yeah and put in charge of the army and eventually you just mm -hmm. end up being you know overrun and destroyed it's fun yeah and the and armies and soldiers never care about um, the poem you just wrote. Not really. <laughs> Not as much as you'd think. Yeah, they're like, um, I don't know. I, this is beautiful, <laughs> this poem, but I'm still going to force my speethem through your eye. <laughs> What's a speethem? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a, a, a Roman. What do you call it? It's a it's a throwing weapon. It's like, but it's got a big long blade oh, yeah. made of lead. So when they threw them, they would bend so they couldn't be thrown back at them. That's great. They're very clever. Good work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that poem. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, by the way, do you mind if I use your skull as a mug for beer? <laughs> <laughs> would you mind that? Yeah. Would you mind if I? eviscerated you yeah yes what are you talking about don't don't eviscerate yeah. me please just let uh, me live my life so i gotta wrap it up now but what else should we say we pr promoted the album in the middle of it mm -hmm. you have a show coming up maybe if it's covid friendly right uh, yeah it's a i'm doing a show uh, at the comedy bar on the 22nd of September. Uh, we'll see if that that goes ahead. If, uh, the yeah, world if it gets too again. crazy. Uh, and I but, might be a part of it, right? Oh, you'd lo I'd love it if you would. If you could crawl out of your fear hole. I'm scared. Would mm -hmm. we um, do it together or I would do a solo thing? I would love to do it together. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if the numbers spiking are... Uh, yeah, just horrendously uh, frightening or what? Okay. And then I'm doing an online show on the, oh, yeah. the 14th of, of October. Uh, and it's the, ver it's the same version of what I did before, the yeah. Sean's Cocktail Hour? I've got uh, uh, Julia Halavich and Matt O'Brien, the husband and wife team. Yes, deadly uh, duo comedy guests and i'm just working on a musical guest right now it's quite fun great yeah the one i did had ron sexsmith wow and he was really good he was brilliant 
Yeah, very good. He said he liked our album as well. Okay, he. Are you serious? Yeah. Ron Sexsmith listened to it and liked it. Yeah. Hmm. All I'm thinking now is like, get him to tweet about it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. That's really wild to me. I love that. Um, yeah. Okay, I guess we'll sign off. I'm just gonna say a couple things here. I'll let you go, and then I just want to say a couple things. And then I'm gonna go. But thanks so much for joining me. You're you're so funny. We've been hanging out, making funny videos lately. It's such a blast. I love laughing for real. That's right. Come into my custom van. We'll dump it in the river. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you guys will see. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Right. So that's it. Wow, I got really big in my screen. Um, did you guys have fun? Is anyone still watching? I don't know how this. Anyways, that's it. Thanks so much to uh, Connor for throwing this together and everyone at Bad Dog and uh, Sonar Network. And Happy Good is on Twitter at Happy Good World, Instagram at Happy Good World. I got the Patreon. I think it's at Happy Good World. Oh, there you go. There's the little running stuff. All the stuff's there. I chose Happy Good World for all of it so it could just match up. There you go. Yeah, happygoodworld.com. Jeez, we really nailed it. Did you have fun? That's it. Now, forget it. Go outside. Uh, Forget about the podcast. Get loose, you know. Touch a tree. Look up at the sky. See the moon or something. Hey! And uh, just stay free. Love life. Okay? Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having me, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.